Welcome to Safety Bites, a weekly podcast on all things related to workplace safety, hosted by me, Jason Schaffenbuhl. The thoughts expressed in this podcast are based upon my opinion and general best practices, which may not apply to all listeners. Always consult with a qualified professional before making any changes in your organization. Can OSHA send an employer to jail? Well, the answer is no. OSHA can recommend that an employer receive jail time for certain violations. First, OSHA can seek jail time when an employer violates any standard of the OSHA Act, which results in the death of an employee. Second, OSHA can seek jail time for any person who gives advance notice of an inspection. Third, OSHA can seek jail time for anyone who makes false statements or representations to OSHA. Generally, OSHA can only seek six months in jail unless it's the second occurrence of violating a standard of the OSHA Act, which led to an employee's death. The reality is that a person rarely gets jail time for any of these violations. In the first 40 years of the OSHA Act, there were approximately 400,000 workplace fatalities, but less than 80 people were prosecuted. It does happen, however, and OSHA is trying to increase the number of criminal prosecutions. Here's an example of a successful prosecution, courtesy of the National Safety Council. When a roofer at a Philadelphia construction site fell to his death in 2013, his employer did everything possible to avoid responsibility. First and foremost, the employer, roofing company owner James J. McCuller, failed to provide his workers with fall protection equipment. He also lied about it. When questioned by OSHA investigators, McCuller lied on four occasions, claiming he had provided employees with the appropriate safety gear. He told compliance officers that he had seen his employees wearing safety harnesses that were tied off to an anchor point prior to the fatal fall. He also tried to convince his other workers to tell OSHA that they wore fall protection on the day of the incident. McCuller was indicted for lying, obstructing justice, and willfully violating an OSHA standard. Facing a maximum sentence of 25 years in prison due to criminal charges beyond the OSHA violations, he pleaded guilty and was sentenced to 10 months in prison. So what does it take for OSHA to seek prison time? The employer must violate a standard, rule, or order under the Occupational Safety and Health Act. This means that violations of the General Duty Clause cannot lead to prison time. Second, the violation must be willful, which I'll cover in more detail. And third, the violation must have caused the employee's death. The courts define a willful OSHA violation as a violation which the employer either knowingly failed to comply with a legal requirement through purposeful disregard or acted with plain indifference to employee safety. Purposeful disregard is hard for OSHA to prove because OSHA must show that the employer intentionally disregarded complying with a standard when the hazardous condition or practice existed in the workplace instead of simply overlooking its obligation. One way OSHA can show intentional disregard is if an employer does not correct the conditions of a prior OSHA citation. For example, a roofing employer is cited for not providing employees with fall protection. Then months or years later, the same employer has an employee fatally fall from a roof because the employer did not provide employees with fall protection. OSHA can use the first citation to show the employer had knowledge of their obligation to provide fall protection equipment. An employer simply cannot state that they weren't aware of OSHA's requirements. Most courts have implied that all employers have the obligation of being aware of OSHA regulations that apply to them. Specifically, the Occupational Safety and Health Review Commission states employers must make a diligent effort to comply. Plain indifference is the other OSHA willful violation type that is also challenging for OSHA to prove, but there are four ways OSHA can be successful. OSHA can show plain indifference if they can prove that the employer knew of an OSHA standard and did not instruct the employees or supervisors on the requirements. The second way OSHA can prove plain indifference is if OSHA can show that management was aware of a compliance problem but made little or no effort to correct the situation. This is easily accomplished if OSHA has conducted multiple inspections of the same company, 
even at different locations, and finds the same compliance issues, issuing multiple citations for the same violation. In other words, repeat OSHA citations on the same issue help OSHA prove plain indifference. The third way OSHA can prove plain indifference is if OSHA can show that while the employer may not have been aware of specific legal requirements, the employer was aware of conditions or practices that are hazardous to the safety and health of employees, and the employer made no effort to correct the situation. An example of this is when an employer has a safety audit program in place, but then the employer does not act upon the hazards the employees find. While OSHA encourages employers to conduct safety and health audits to identify safety hazards in the workplace, they expect employers to take actions to correct hazards identified. If an employee is seriously injured or killed, OSHA may subpoena the employer's safety audits to see if prior knowledge of the hazard existed. Other ways employers may gain knowledge of hazards is through safety committee reports, safety suggestions, the occurrence of injuries or illnesses, employee complaints, and insurance company reports. The last way OSHA can prove plain indifference is when OSHA can show that in a flagrant situation, while the employer may not have had knowledge of a legal requirement, the employer would not have acted upon the knowledge because of sheer disregard for employee safety and health. I cannot find an example of where this has been used, but it would seem OSHA has to prove that the employer was so immoral that nothing would have caused them to address the hazard. So while OSHA can suggest that an employer should receive prison time for a violation that leads to the death of an employee if certain conditions are met, it's very difficult to do so. For this week's homework, I don't want you to focus on avoiding prison time. I want you to focus on the actions you are taking. Do you have processes in place to identify and correct safety hazards that are identified in your workplace that can lead to serious injury or death? Does your process follow up to ensure corrective actions are taken and that they were implemented properly? Too often I find employers are aware of hazardous conditions in the workplace. They simply are not taking corrective actions. This can clearly lead to legal issues for you and your employer. I hope you enjoyed this podcast and will join me next week. Until then, please make time each day to create a safer workplace.